In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. On the seventh day of Deadball, a snavely gave to me some warm, warm gloves for my fingies. Oh, I love it so much. Mm, that's right. Drew is giving us the history of soccer players wearing gloves. Oh, not the, the complete history, but more like the first known player to wear gloves. I love it. Roy Keane probably hates it. Oh, absolutely. But you know, that's just how it goes. This is the 12 Days of Dead Ball, and we have some very, very fun soccer stories for you right after this. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast brought to you by indeed even though sports had a break your business didn't you have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever indeed is here to help indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because indeed gets you the best people fast unlike other sites indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back once again to the 12 Days of Dead Ball. We're already at day seven, one of those times when the Snavely brothers come together and bring you a nice little short and sweet story from the holiday season, some wintry goodness, some cold weather soccer fun. And it's all brought to you 
by Blue Wire Podcast, sponsored by Bet Online and Indeed. I am your host, Adam Whitaker Snavely, joined as always by my real life brother, Drew Snavely. Did you say Bet Online? I did say Bet Online. Oh, okay. I guess I said I just all our sponsors. That. Oh, yeah, you got it all. We we got our bases covered. I'm a pro, okay? I know <laughs> how to are. do this. I guess I, I just had a momentary uh, blip. I've been, I've been doing this you for really have been. 71 episodes. You have been. Thank you. 72 episodes? 72. This, this is number 72. This is number 72. Go wild. We're going to hit 75. We are. Wow. Exciting. That's crazy. Exciting, okay, that's exciting. blowing my mind a little bit. Yeah. Oh, Drew, the weather... Kind of sucks outside. It's yes. actually quite cold here in Virginia. Frightful, been... some might say. <laughs> some might say that. <laughs> it, it's been pretty cold here in Virginia the last couple of days. And both of us, growing up in upstate New York, have played what you'd probably call winter soccer. Yeah. I've, yeah. Played, I've played when it's snowing outside. Have you yeah. played when oh, it's snowing yeah, outside? Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, played sectional games when it's snowing. And I have unabashedly worn gloves while playing. Oh, absolutely. Because... It is just too cold. It yeah. is way too cold. Thank you for establishing the story for me because, I mean, I was going in a similar strain. Like, yeah. I, it's definitely too cold to not have something on you. I know some people wear sleeves. I was never a sleeves guy. I, I just I, wanted gloves. I had sleeves. I, I did my, my typical super cold outfit um, was gloves and... Uh, like an Under Armour long sleeve, and I yes. did that. I never did leggings. There was there was one time, there was one time when I wore actually like an ear warmer thing, like oh, really? headband type of thing. Look at you! Yeah. And that was uh, the state quarterfinal my junior year against Waterloo. I think it was so cool. Um, it was. It's the coldest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. It was at it was at uh, Paytech Park, what is now Salem Stadium. Rochester Rhinos, baby. Shouts out to the Rochester Rhinos. Um, and we were literally the people on the bench. Actually, I remember that game too. It was weird because I didn't get much playing time my junior year. I would get in with like the game was already done. Like if we were yeah. winning, because we were good. Obviously, we were in state quarterfinals. So we, we won the vast majority of our games. And when the game started getting to like three or four nothing, that's when I knew that I was getting into the game. Yeah. That I was that type of player. Yeah. But that specific game, I remember because we were only up like one or two nothing or two to one or something like that. And in the second half, Matt Hill starts throwing me in again and again. Hey. And like it's like, oh, the game is still on. Like the yeah. game is still definitely in the balance. But I got a ton of game time that game. And I don't and I, I think it was just because he valued my hustle, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only game I ever wore an ear warmer on. And I just remember the first half. The first half I still didn't get in, but I played a lot in the second half. Yeah. And the first half, I, we were sitting on the bench. We had a blanket over us. Everybody's <laughs> in their full warm-ups, and we were all shivering. It is yeah. so cold. So yeah, yeah I, I, I sympathize with the glove wearers of the world. Oh yeah, I was always wearing gloves. I mean, they were the grippy ones that if you needed to take a throw in, sure. like you you could do it. Um, we love the grippy gloves. Ne- never sleeves though. Um, I think, I mean, our program was very superstitious, and I think the sh- the generation of guys around my age were like, if you wear sleeves, you're gonna play like trash. Interesting. Like, that kind of superstitious. Okay. Okay. And so, 
like for the state quarterfinal game that we were in, um, it that was one of those games where it was snowing. Yeah. Um, and nobody was wearing sleeves except for this one guy. And it ended up being the guy who <laughs> got smoked end line and <laughs> was the reason why the team scored the game-winning goal that sent us home. But, you know, water under the bridge. But everybody was like, it's because he wore It's because he wore sleeves. It's because he wore the freaking sleeves, that man. Idiot. <laughs> that big, but you, dumb, dumb. Gloves were always very fair game. And I know for me, like, my hands, my fingies, they got to stay warm. You gotta Otherwise, keep, I'm, I'm useless. You got to keep the fingies warm. If the fingies aren't warm, I'm, I might as well be playing. I might as well be, might as well be sitting at home. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So and there's nothing wrong with wearing gloves. But soccer players haven't always traditionally worn gloves yeah. or have been known for them wearing gloves. Sure. Outside of, like, goalkeepers, obviously. Yeah, but goalkeepers get to wear, like, hats and stuff at some points. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, they do. But I'm just saying, like, people are like, oh, well, what about goalkeeper yeah, gloves? No, so I'm just, no, like, no. covering all my bases, making sure. sure that nobody can come at me with any hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> hot take proof, uh, Juice Navely. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the look of wearing gloves, no sleeves. It just felt cool. Okay. I'm like, man, I'm so tough. The aesthetic. The aesthetic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. So, I mean, gloves have basically been around since humans figured out how to make things with yeah. their brains. Yeah. Um, it, it's not a novel idea, but like I said, I mean, something that people didn't wear all the time on the soccer field. This is true. It happens. It happens. So... That's why I kind of wanted to dig into the story to find out if there was a soccer player known specifically for wearing gloves. He's the glove guy. He's the glove guy. Well, especially, too, because, like, that's that always seems to pop up as, like, well, back in my day, if you wore gloves, you were soft. You know, yeah. Nobody would wear gloves. Exactly. Exactly. So it's not the most holiday-y story in the world. It's wintry. But chances are... A lot of you have worn gloves during the season already, so I figured it was close enough. Holiday adjacent. Exactly. So, the first player known for wearing gloves on the field okay. hails from the frozen tundra of Portugal. <laughs> what? Okay, I was not expecting this. <laughs> now I'm much more interested in this topic. Please okay. continue. So... The reports are a little fuzzy. Is either nineteen twenty seven, nine? I think it's nineteen twenty seven. Okay, but there are some reports that's nineteen twenty eight. We'll, we'll forgive a year there. Okay, it's a while ago. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> a young girl in her early teens approached a soccer player by the name of Carlos Alves, who was a defender for. No, this is one of those <laughs> names where I'm like, probably. I saw the deep breath. I knew exactly. <laughs> I knew exactly what was happening. Carcavelinhos, okay, which is now Atlético Club in Portugal. Sure. Um, and so this girl tries to hand Alves gloves before a match. She said that if Alves wore the gloves while he played, his team would win. Alves was amused by the girl and put her gloves in his pocket, but didn't start the match with them on. Well, mistake. The, yeah, there's it's a problem. A mistake. <laughs> because at halftime, Carcavelinhos. Carcavelinhos was losing. So there were a handful of teammates who were around Alves when this girl approached him and was like, hey, 
wear these gloves, you'll win. And so they're like, yo, you got to wear these girls, this little girl. <laughs> the lucky gloves. Her gloves. I mean, this is like a, like a 13, 14-year-old girl. In this, she's giving her gloves to a full, fully grown man. This feels very like touched by an angel <laughs> kind of thing. Like, he looked into the stands and she was gone. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. So uh, the teammates forced him to put on the gloves and he obliged. He's like, all right, fine, whatever. If this will make you guys shut up, we'll put them on. Carcevalinos came back to win the game, and out of it, a superstition was born. Because once you win a game, after changing something, and it's something that you can repeat every time... You gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep doing it. Athletes are the most superstitious people in the world. They are. They are. Carlos Alves never played another game without wearing gloves. Dear again. God. Now... They weren't the girls' gloves, to be clear. Okay, but he just had to wear yeah, gloves. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a little... The gloves barely fit him. Yeah, sure. If they fit him at all. That makes sense. I don't sense. know. <laughs> it's the little girls' gloves. But also, it's Portugal. And also, it's Portugal. It's not cold outside. It's a, it's a very nice climate there. <laughs> it's very pleasant. His hands are probably sweating. <laughs> probably. I think that's what makes this story so funny. It's, it's like, that is... That is so random that the first person to really be known for wearing gloves during a soccer game is somebody. It wasn't because of the cold at no, all. Not at all. He's just the glove guy now. He's just the glove guy hey. from Portugal. <laughs> Portuguese Gary Payton. Oh, gosh. So Alves would go on to win the Portuguese, the Portuguese League once and also appeared for Portugal in the 1920 Olympic Games which was huge at the time for soccer because there was no World Cup. There was no World Cup. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, he was, he was a very solid player, played center back, um, did, did well for himself, had a good career. Um, they were knocked out by Egypt in <laughs> rough in the Olympics. Unfortunate. Which isn't great. Uh, I mean, I don't know how great the, Egypt was. I mean, the, the rankings of the soccer countries at this point were probably not what they are today. I mean, hey, in the same Olympic Games, the U.S. lost 11-2 to to Argentina. So, well, that makes sense. That, it makes a little bit more <laughs> sense. So, yeah, Carlos Alves, first player to ever wear gloves. But the legend doesn't end with Carlos Alves when he hung up his boots at the young age of 29. Oh, that is pretty Stepped young. away from soccer. Yeah, pretty young. I don't know why he stepped away, but he just did. did he just did it. It was like 1933 or something like well, that. 1933, 29 is like a solid 37. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People yeah. ain't living as long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. So, Alves had a son who then in turn had a son. Ooh, baby. A grandson, some might say. Yeah, that, everyone would say that. <laughs> everyone would say That's, that. That is the term. <laughs> who happened to be quite talented at kicking the round thing? <laughs> Joao Alves... Very Portuguese name. Zhao. Zhao. Zhao Alves. Zhao Alves. Thank you. Got you. Was born in 1952 and came up through the Benfica Academy. So, you know, this kid's probably pretty good. Yeah. I mean, even back in the day, Benfica's... Benfica's good. Probably one of the... If not the biggest club in Portugal, one of the biggest top, clubs in top Portugal. Club. Yeah, top, top club. Top club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. He, unlike his grandfather, was an attacking midfielder who earned the nickname... Luvas Pretas, which quite literally translate in Portuguese to black gloves. 
I love how literal the nicknames of history are. Love how literal the nicknames of history are. Yes, Zhao continued the tradition that his grandfather started nearly 50 years prior. Hey. The fascinating thing, though, is that Zhao didn't start out playing matches with gloves on in every match. He didn't wear gloves at all, actually, when he started his career out. Zhao, and he was losing And he games. was losing <laughs> No, Zhao only started wearing um, the famed black clubs two days after his grandfather, Carlos, passed away. Okay, a little tribute. I guess, but Carlos had always asked of Zhao to play with his gloves. He wanted, <laughs> he wanted the tradition to carry on, and Zhao was like the next best player to Carlos. Carlos had some sons who played, but they were never very good. Yeah. His grandson was... Was, was the real was deal. Was the real deal, and he's like, you need to wear, you need to wear gloves. <laughs> it's, it's the Elvis family tradition. I mean, hey... He's like, you'll win so many games. Once you find your thing, that's your thing. Yes. So, um, Zhao made a promise to Carlos that he would wear gloves. Um, And so after his grandfather passed away, he's like, all right, I can't go back on my promise that I made to my dying... My dying grandfather. Grandfather who is now, in fact, dead. That's on my grandpa. Yes, yes. So, Zhao... Hadn't done it until then because he didn't want to stand out from other players. Because Carlos had actually been asking Zhao to wear gloves for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he hadn't done it yet. And he just hadn't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Zhao said, although it can serve to distinguish being a good player, there is still the positive and the negative. There are always people who can lead and lead to the negative, which is a way of wanting distinction in relation to others. So the guy just, like, he didn't want to stand out. Yeah, essentially. That makes and he, sense. he and he wanted to lead in the right way. He didn't want to lead in a negative way. He didn't want to um I don't know, be like the prissy superstar. No. That, so, I get that. I think yeah. everybody can relate to that in some way. Yeah. D- definitely. Definitely. So, Zhao wore gloves for every game after his grandfather passed away, which honestly happened to be most of his his career playing professionally his grandfather passed away when he was still pretty young and was mainly playing for the youth sides yeah so now you may be asking is this dude wearing the same gloves his grandfather did decades ago i highly doubt yeah you're right he he wasn't (laughs) okay okay. those puppies are framed and hanging in Zhao's house as a tribute to his grandfather that's neat um, Zhao's grandfather kept and gave the original gloves uh, to Zhao mm-hmm. when he's like, you need to wear these. Like, they're, It's your time to shine now. He's, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he's like, these gloves are sacred. I'm not playing in these, but I will play. I'll, I'll wear some in, gloves. In black gloves. Just not these ones. <laughs> Just not these ones. <laughs> these ones too important. <laughs> Zhao wore several different pairs, but they're always black. He was constantly giving them, to, giving them away to other people, but... They're also getting stolen by fans. Oh my gosh. So he said, in the past, you used to go into the fields and invasions would happen and you would leave them in your underwear because fans would just rip off your clothing and stuff like that. What? That's what he said. He'd say, okay. you, le- you left the fields in some games in your underwear. And he said, this happened many times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... He got lots of glow stolen from him. I have, I have, what, 
I guess. <laughs> one pair one pair of Jaws gloves are actually in a Benfica museum, which is kind of cool. Nice. And that's probably because he's considered to be one of Portuguese best in his generation. See, um, he played for Benfica and Boa Vista and even PSG. So he, he made it around. He's okay. Portuguese player of the year in 1975. Sure. Which is a big deal, yeah, considering yeah, yeah. only one person gets that each year. Um, he won two Portuguese titles and two Portuguese cups in his playing time while appearing 36 times for the national team. He also managed 12 different teams after Jeez. he retired from oh. playing soccer. Okay. Which is crazy. So, I don't know. I feel like the gloves... <laughs> the gloves did something. It was the gloves. The gloves had it something had to be. in them. So, it started with Carlos Alves, passed on to Jalvis, and... So, I mean, that's, that's the story of that's, Carlos Alves, <laughs> of the first ever... The glove guy. The glove guy. I mean, he's no other player is known for wearing gloves. Except for Before him. Carlos Alves, and then in return, Zhao. So I thought it was a cool little, like... A creative take on yeah, the season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the discourse that usually revolves around... Yeah, it's a cute little Gosh, thing. you remember how obnoxious people were when, like, Samir Nasri wore the snood? Yeah. When people were like, ugh, we're soft. Snood. Soft football players <laughs> these days. Well, he is French. So. <laughs> I mean, that's true. So, sources for this story are Josh Ashdown and Tom Luntz from The Guardian, Rui Miguel Tovar from The Journal, and Alexandra Simois de Abreu from Tribuna Expresso. You th- you you got through that. I I'm got proud through. Of you you got through those names. <laughs> They're Portuguese. <laughs> thank you, Drew, for giving us that story, and thank you, listener, for listening to us. If you liked what you heard, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us out a lot. And if you're interested in following and supporting the podcast more, there are a couple ways you can do so. You can follow us on social media at DeadballPod on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have an email, deadballpod at gmail.com, where you can contact us. And if you're interested in any clothing for yourself or for somebody that you might like, we also have a Teespring store. The link to that will be in the description below. We've got t-shirts. We've got hoodies. We've got all sorts of stuff on that if you are so interested. But until the next day of Dead Ball, my name is Adam Whitaker-Snavely. And I'm Drew. And we'll see you again 